I listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. Bitch niggas in the house tell me what's up. A nigga slapped you in the mouth and told you shut up. Somebody holler get him and now you're just a victim. Shorty tried to stick him, told the pit bull to sick him. Bia bia! <laughs> hey, welcome to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast. Your host Rod and Karen. And we are in the apartment. Yes, we are. Mm-hmm. That's right. Keep Shit, it's so, a house to me, Fuzz. I'm concerned. I mean, it's where we rest our heads. Um, and it's a very special Tuesday edition of the Blackout Tips, of course. Um, a lot of people have been asking us, uh, the entire, like, since Sunday night. Uh, I'm gonna put the over under at 25 and say we went over of people who for some reason thought we would pick this week to stop covering Game of Thrones. I know. I understand it. Yeah, yeah that I, was even hitting patrice up i was like y'all leave poor patrice alone st- <laughs> <laughs> it was like she'd be like black guy who tip uh rodimus prime said that again y'all gonna be talking about it i yeah. was like yeah are, are we, you- we only didn't talk about it last week because there was no show guys yes so right, I, yeah I, and, and i, I like the, the people that did it if they had scrolled back one swipe all the information was there right yeah i've been posting stuff going hey we're gonna be gone today at five we 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 I've had people hit me on every form of social media in a panic. Like, I know, right? Y'all, y'all covering them thrones, right? <laughs> is, is, is it them thrones this week? I started, at, at, I started just lying. The last dude asked me, I just said, uh, no, we're just gonna have Patrice on. We're gonna talk sports. <laughs> <laughs> Which I like, cause that totally would have been my answer. <laughs> right. Like, what, what are we doing here, guys? Like, do you trust us or not? How many of these shows do we gotta do before you go? They got it. They got it covered. Yes, and Patrice, you would be so proud of me because mm-hmm. we hadn't ate and Roger ordered Papa John's pizza. I was in there waiting on the pizza, so I got to watch the episode this week. Mm-hmm. Of all the episodes. Yes. <laughs> right. She had a bloody introduction to you the know? Game of Thrones. Um, but, uh, yeah, let's start because I know everybody's waiting on no throne. So let me just first introduce the show. Of course, it's the Blackout Tips podcast. Go to blackouttips.com. That's where you can find everything. Very easy. Um, we also say, uh, check out, leave us five star reviews on iTunes. Check out, um, all the, you know, stuff on the site where you can leave feedback, the about section, how you get in contact with us. We are sponsored by the sexy sponsors. So I need to find some sexy music real quick. Um, oh dear. Yeah, I know. This is always, this, this sexy music part of the show is always the struggle. Like, I don't keep a lot of sexy music on deck. Mm-hmm. Um, oh wait, here we go. Some John B. Um, <laughs> <laughs> let's see. What's the last? Cool, relax. It's gotta be sexy. And he just making the assumption that it's sexy. He don't really you know. know. Look, it's John B. I mean, <laughs> if, if Babyface co-signs a white dude, I'm assuming all his music is sexy. So, speaking of which, speaking of cosigns, uh, fellas and ladies, are you cosigning your genitals? Well, you should be. You need to get to surprising your lovers. It's a goddamn shame, man. It's, it's June. You still haven't surprised them? You better. What's, what's taking in, so long? We're in sundress month, ain't we? Mm-hmm. Exactly. What did I tell y'all? A vagina is like a magua, and you have to throw surprises at it every once in a while. You got to change it up, man. The combination is always a little bit different. So sometimes you got to get up in there and we are here to help. Go to adamandeve.com and for a limited time only you get half off of just about any item in the store. And I mean an online store. So that's like really everything. Yes. But that's not all. Mm-mm. She'll be asking if you're still down just like John B. After you uh-huh. get three free adult DVDs for a little inspiration and a free extra gift so sensual. 
she can't even tell you what it is and i can't either nope you'd be going to take that dress down Mm-hmm. <laughs> and to top it all off after she tops you all off they'll even throw in free shipping <laughs> so check out adamandeve.com today for the special offer 50 percent off when you get like one item and then like a bunch of free shit what do you have to do to get it put in the code tbgwt when you go check out and you get your three free dvds free extra good free shipping that's tbgwt at adamandeve.com take care of yourself man you don't know how long you have on this earth trust me um all right so we talked about that and uh um okay first thing we got to cover uh because everybody's been waiting on us to get into this um deacon jones nfl player he died today oh no mm-hmm. like 74 so he actually lived pretty good pretty long oh, okay for football years mm-hmm. that's actually ancient for football years it was like 72 or 74 years old um i always listen to this clip i'm sure adam carole is gonna cover this on his podcast but i have to play this for anyone who might not have heard it because deacon jones has the best soundbite ever on any NFL films documentary. Okay, he was way for my time. You said Deacon Jones. Uh-huh. I was supposed to look at you like I know a man with not there with the with the cloth phone playing some football. I don't understand <laughs> this. Exactly. I was like, is he from your church? Yes. <laughs> yeah, Deacon Jones. He used to lay hands on people, and here's a clip you know? of him. <laughs> here's a clip of him talking about laying some hands on people. I, I spiked the ball. This is by far the best quote ever of any football uh documentary. Atkins flood of breaking arms was the reality of the Deacon Jones head slap. The head slap was to do two purposes. One was to give myself an initial head start on the pass rush. In other words, an extra step. Because anytime you go upside a man's head or a woman, then they have a tendency to blink their eyes, oh. close their eyes, and that's oh. all I needed. David oh. Yes, he was. You can't have your feminism both ways. <laughs> He's that man or a woman, just so you know. Was, I will smack them oh. both if you come my way. Was someone asleep at the editing table <laughs> when this shit got through? Did you no, know this was years This was years ago, so you know the ed, you know people weren't as politically correct. So I guess she was allowed uh-huh. to say I beat a bitch across ESPN, <laughs> and everybody was like, "Okay, that's good." Meanwhile, this this video of him literally slapping the shit out, out of grown, people, grown ass men in his highlights to get to the quarterback. He just slaps the shit that disoriented. And then he just runs by him and tackles the quarterback. But he just threw in this politically correct old woman. Just <laughs> so y'all. you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll play it again because I know people in the chat room are like, what? All right, here we go. Atkins' flood of breaking arms was the reality of the Deacon Jones head slap. The head slap was to do two purposes. One was to give myself an initial head start on the pass rush. In other words, an extra step. Because anytime you go upside a man's head or a woman, then they have a tendency to blink their eyes or close their eyes, and that was all I needed. <laughs> David? He doesn't even flinch. No, he said, that's all I need. I know I need that split second. That's all I need. There's a slight, there's a slight head tilt of him contemplating the, the uh, like, oh, I don't want to leave women out. But that's it. There's no, like, yeah. what does that mean? It's like, anytime you go upside a man's head or a woman, they have a tendency <laughs> to blink their eyes. <laughs> Just oh god, so good. I'm going Yeah, don't he was giving don't, you knowledge. Yeah, don't 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 blink, don't blink, which is probably hard to do when you get popped upside the head. And he's talking about a head slap in the most scientific of terms. He, the head slap was to perform two purposes. 
uh, you know, first to give the initial step on the defender and the second. <laughs> Those are the biggest words ever included in head slap, dog. Oh, God. All right, man. Now, you know, I got to play it one more time. Hold on. I, and then I, <laughs> I promise we do them thrones. I'm sorry, people that came in just to hear them thrones. I, I have to hear this shit one more time. Atkins' threat of breaking arms was the reality of the Deacon Jones head slap. The head slap was to do two purposes. One was to give myself an initial head start on the fast rush. In other words, an extra step. Because anytime you go upside a man's head or a woman, then they have a tendency to blink their eyes or close their eyes, and that was all I needed. David Deacon Jones. <laughs> David Deacon Jones. How is that possible? That the NFL is like, this is a good representation yeah. of our league. Yeah, beating bitches in the pews and oh. on the field. All right, man. Okay. Um, and then um, the other thing before Game of Thrones is um, uh, Michael Douglas said he got throat cancer from. Look, look. <laughs> I have a big problem with that shit. Yes, <laughs> he, man. He needs to pipe. I don't care if he got it that way. He needs to pipe the fuck down and stop ruining shit. <laughs> There, More people, yes. There's so much wrong with the story because, like, one, he's saying he got it from or giving oral sex to women, to his wife. You know, poor Catherine Zeta Jones. Business, all industry. Look at the streets, Catherine Zeta Jones. They got your business. You know, <laughs> your business is running down the street. Have you checked it yet? Uh, but yeah, he put his wife out there. Two, uh, you know, the years of smoking. I'm sure it had nothing to do with it. At all. Drinking, nothing yeah. to do with that. Mm-mm. It's like, no, I got lung cancer because I, I be up in the pussy dog. I'm like all the way, like throat deep. So, I mean, I mean, what he do? Uh, go away and kiss the uterus? I don't understand this. Uh, yeah, um, well, oh, go no, ahead. The quick, the quick explanation was that, um, he contracted HPV, the human papilloma virus, which a lot of people have. Yes, they but, do. Um, he contracted it, uh, and then it got into his throat. So he contracted it through oral sex, not through uh, penetration. Mm-hmm. So it was in his throat as opposed to entering his system in another way, and then he ended up getting throat cancer. Yeah. Um, the doctor, Michael Brady, who probably should have led the article off, said uh, he specializes in sexual health and as a medical director um, and told uh, the Associated Press that oral sex could have contributed to Douglas's cancer, but that it was difficult to pinpoint a single cause. He also pointed out that Douglas has been a smoker and a drinker, two factors Thank that he you. said are the most common cancer causes for oral cancer. Yes. Um, so yeah, just throwing that out there, everybody. So, uh, you guys, I like to get my medical advice from celebrities too, you know. Um, you know? Just I'm, tell her you don't want to do it anymore. You don't have to go around lying to people. <laughs> no. I'm actually trying the Paris Hilton throw up diet next week, so, uh, you know. Uh-huh. You keep that one. Celebrities know a lot of stuff, Karen. We don't need to dismiss mm-hmm. them just because they're famous. I will. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, let's let's get into the thrones real quick. Um, all right, so this was the ninth episode of the season, and apparently uh, they're keeping up tradition because episode nine is when shit goes down every season so far. Um, mm-hmm. That week before that finale, watch back. And people had to watch their backs, man. So, um, uh, we'll start with, uh, well, let's just go in chronological order of the episode. Uh, first thing they show Rob. Oh, wait. No, I can't even talk about it yet. Uh Book readers. Stop. Uh, Yes, please. Yeah. I don't, you know, honestly, I, I'm, I'm, 
And and I'm gonna tell you right now, if you read the book, I don't give a fuck. I just don't you care. I, I mean, I hate to be that flat. I don't care. I'm not gonna read the book. I'm not gonna read the fifteen hundred million. I'm just not gonna do it. And it doesn't mean that you're better than me just because you read the book and you know the storyline. It, it does because I think a lot of people do that. Go well, I read it. I'm better than you. I know what's gonna hey. happen. Oh shit! They didn't go by the book. Then they get angry. Why didn't y'all go by the book when I thought you read it, dummy? Yeah. You know, it's a whole different animal. Like even if you read the book. <laughs> Different shit is happening. Like, yes. there's a whole different storyline for Arya in the book that is never going to happen because of things that they did in the show. Yeah, and you know what? We can all read. You know, like, I'm, I'm a wizard. <laughs> right. We're on Twitter, guys. Every Everyone's on Twitter reading stuff. Yeah. Everyone can read. Calm down. Just calm and, down. And second of all, you're not that special. The people in the damn show haven't read the book. Ain't right. that the truth? Right. They've said it multiple times. The closest Sansa in real life apparently is not that stupid. She had the book edited to just her sections. Mm. I read that. Right. <laughs> I don't blame her. And then the other thing too is it's not even like, um, like some of them think they're being coy and being funny by giving hints. Mm-hmm. I don't even want your hints. Y'all, y'all are terrible at giving hints. Okay, like I, I had to go get my pizza. I was like, let me pause this while I go get my pizza, and I come back. It's like six tweets. You don't want to miss what's coming up next. Make sure you check out what's coming up next. It's about you know? to happen. I'm like, hey, dog, I was, I'm not gonna stop watching it. Leave me long. Yes. I mean, I, I can't lie. I knew by the title what was coming because I had talked to someone that read the book in a non-judgmental way. They let me know because I'm not good at gory shit, mm-hmm. and they were like, based on how they've been filming this show. You might want to go ahead and be ready for next week. <laughs> but as a consummate <laughs> professional, you weren't all up in my Twitter time. I'm talking about, no. oh, it's going down today, Rod. All kinds of stuff. I'm like, everyone calm down. I'm going to watch it. The reason that this Dim Thrones is so good anyway is because we're not reading the books and telling you guys what the differences oh, are and I shit. That's the truth. Let me be genuinely surprised. There are shows for that. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, there are plenty of shows for that. And I know, like, me and Roger read, like, The Walking Dead. And one thing I like about the crew of The Walking Dead, when okay. you say, I'm reading The Walking Dead, everybody that I've crossed immediately go, what book you reading? Right. And they go, they'll right. talk to you up to that point, but they won't go beyond that they point. They will zip their Beautiful. motherfucking lips. There's no need for judgment. Those, big, no. those books are big as fuck. And I'm going to read them after the entire series is over because they're so different that I don't, I don't want to get involved. Right, and I kind of like not knowing. Me you know, too. Like, I want the shock. I want the surprise. Yeah. So, so book readers, and the majority of y'all are just fine, classy people. Yes, y'all are. Most of you, know, you most of y'all but don't bother nobody. But I had to, I had to block people last night. Like, I had to be like, "Hey, man, are yeah. you gonna, are you gonna stop spoiling the show for me?" And it's like, I don't know, man. I, I mean, I have to say what I got. Okay, block. I, I don't have time to fuck with you every week. Uh, I look forward every to the shit. One yeah, dude, it's not Harry Potter where it's cute and funny. Like, right? It's not. I don't get it. Like, it's not that serious that you read the book. High five to you. I don't know. Your train ride is that long. <laughs> right. right. <laughs> you have more time to read, man. Good. I, I'm happy for you. Just don't ruin my shit with your reading. I mean, That's I have, all. I literally have all the books in my possession. They're big fucking books. No, no time. Right. No, they're them, they're them library books. They're them books you go, you check out by the Dewey Decimal System. You be like, nah, you know what, mm-hmm. fuck that. No, I'm, I'm good. Yeah, it was crazy last night. I mean, Sunday night, man. I was like, I, one dude, I, was, I mean, it was hurting my heart. I was like, man, I'm going to have to block you because that's not cool. And he was like, I apologize. And I said, you know what? We go back a long way. You done a lot for me. I, I'm going to let you go. But yeah, you're on purpose. You're, you're on warning, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like this, <laughs> I'm, I'm not gonna be Lord Frey on you, but just letting Hope you know, don't. I don't play that shit. All right. Um, 
all right so the first things first man we cut to rob and he's organizing his um monopoly set of um (laughs) (laughs) of different symbols for everyone's armies and he's trying to figure out how he's gonna take castle rock and how that's gonna be uh you know you know the the, the same thing he wanted to do a couple weeks ago he's like i'm gonna attack the lannisters home base basically and that'll show that they're not powerful the other lords will join up with me and everybody will realize that you know um we have the upper hand and the lannisters are able to be defeated and one thing i noticed was they had the passion of theon uh lego in there Mm-hmm. uh like some little the x it was upside down wasn't yeah it? except it was upside down and the dude ain't have no skin so yep. uh i'm that was like a good ass uh foreshadowing for got me got me hyped for passionate theon like and you next week uh, they have to wrap up theon you're gonna mm-hmm. get all the theon you can hold oh uh, i need I'm it so terrified. <laughs> i'm not even ready mm. like i need i, I need them skinned oh i can't and then oh, like I kind of read a little bit about a theory of who the boy is that's mm-hmm. that's playing Theon, and I can't even just based oh. on what I read. Oh no, I can't wait. I'm, I'm gonna have to have dinner at like six o'clock. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna make it by nine. Oh, I can't wait. I I want the boy to go upside a man's head or a woman, uh, and <laughs> either put, one punish that man, turn him upside down, take his skin off, killing them little oh. innocent kids. What an asshole! Mm-hmm. He gonna cry I mean, now. He deserves it. Yeah, he's trying to cry now so he feel bad. Like, eh, I just always wasn't accepted as it's fuck you. Fuck you. Um, so yeah, uh, I got excited about that when I saw that upside down, uh, flayed out dude. Um, <clears throat> Rob had his mama back in the strategy room. He was doing some mama D and scrappy shit with her. Like, yeah. <laughs> yes. I'm tired of playing this alone. Can we get the palace? Right. Yeah, I didn't listen to you last time, Mama. I'm gonna listen to you now. Yeah. Now, last time she advised him, she was tell, she told him that uh, Talissa was a B I T C H and not in that order. Um, <laughs> but uh, not nah, she. Uh, she was in there, and he basically said he was listening to her this time because she told him not to have Theon talk to his father um, <clears throat> about joining up with the Starks in the war, and of right. course. He he had Theon do it, and that shit turned out bad. Uh, Winterfell got burned to the ground. So, mm-hmm. and, and you know what I, I I started thinking about during this scene was, uh, contrary to how much camera time he gets, yo Rob been losing his shit out this war. Oh no, from the very beginning. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I, I think I kind of got caught up in just the whole like the melodrama and stuff, but like he's been making a lot of bad decisions. He killed lord carstock or whatever is second in command and then lost half his troops uh, a couple weeks back um lost winterfell that shit got burned to the ground because he trusted theon um he uh married uh um talissa instead of lord frey's daughter so he lost that alliance like he's he's pretty much got his back to the wall um he was only so important because he was such a fuck up like right and because his daddy was dead and he was next in line like yeah yeah i didn't even the reason otherwise rob is negligible like in the grand scheme of everything nobody was worried about rob really coming for them they were more worried about the stark name yeah not him in particular even um jamie was telling people that was his line whenever he would run into people um he would be like hey um so uh y'all shouldn't kill me you know we gonna kick 
the Stark's asses, right? Right. So, and then everybody would, and nobody would kill him though, because everybody would be like, man, fuck you, but yeah, you probably, you know, yeah, you yeah, might be cool. right. That's cool. Yeah. <laughs> Just, uh, how much money your daddy got again? All right. Well, <laughs> can we talk about that part so I can feel better? Right. How much would you, how much would you charge for one hand? Um, so, all right. So that was, that was, um, <laughs> that was, they, they have his mom basically chilling or whatever, advising him. And he's listening now. And he was like, our plan is kind of desperate. And she, he's like, I don't know if I should do it. And then he brought up that, uh, they had killed his dad and she got mad again and was like, fuck them. We, we gonna show them what it feels like to lose. So they, they were dead set on going to, you know, going, going to, going ahead with the plan. Mm-hmm. So then we cut to my nigga Lord Frey's crib and I felt like this was his shining scene. That's a creepy ass old man. Mm-hmm. Right? Right? Uh, I was like, oh my gosh. And, and the way he was talking, he was like, you know what, boy? Back in my day, I had some years knocked off of me. I'd have went and tapped that ass too. I understand why you did what you did. the rudest shit in the world. Yes! Uh, <laughs> she came up there, he was like, you know what? I know you, you, you got that burk on, girl, but I know what it looks like. See them curves up underneath that dress. I, I know you yeah, got something going on there, girl. Which, which actually, like, not to skip ahead, mm-hmm. that was super important oh yes yeah um and they gave him some uh he gave everybody some chips and queso first i noticed that you know well because that was the thing in the seven kingdoms that's the major rule like once we break bread and have salt in my house like i can't feed you and kill you like mm. we can't do both like yeah so that was like his way of saying i ain't gonna hurt nobody right have, like have have yeah. some chips and salsa everybody you like know? chips and salsa ah uh, you know uh chief key said it best these bitches love salsa um <laughs> I fucking hate you. <laughs> so, so, um, he brought, Laura Frey was like, don't, cause, and, and to his credit, Rob was doing a great job apologizing. Mm-hmm. Um, he gave like a heartfelt apology, apology to Frey. And then Frey was like, uh, he pulled one of those moves my dad used to pull. Like, you ain't got to apologize to me. It's your mama. You really hurt. And they brought my mama out there. Uh, except he brought his daughters out there, all like 13. Oh. Of them, thirteen of the dustiest bitches in all of oh, Just they look so raggedy. Just so oh, homely, homely. Mm. Ain't even heard of shampoo, nothing. Didn't even try to fix. I mean, it's like when you sell a car, you wash the car, man. You get it detailed, mm-hmm. and then you bring it out. Then he just brought them things. He's like, "Yo, I just got off of a mountain dusty trail, but yes, uh, the car worked fine. You gonna need to like tune up and wash it up yourself, but uh." Mm-mm. they were all hard water and then all those names man like the, it sounded like the graduating class at my hbcu <laughs> yes. no. mm. it was just missing lexus that was the only thing missing was like uh and also mercedes jones um but yeah it was uh it was like waldra what he forgot one of them's name he, he quit he's like forget it whatever you're here <laughs> she, she was like my, my, so my, my name you. mary my name mary he fucked up one girl's name he's like uh walra and then she looked at him like Mm-mm. and he's like waldina uh martin luther the king and and is his name and <laughs> <laughs> martin martina luther the king um then is and then she says i'm mary and he cut her off it said fine that's what it has to be if that's what you said it is so 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 rob apologizes to uh to to the chicks and uh it's also a very nice heartfelt apology and uh lord frey tells them to sit their ass down and uh he says um so uh you know what is that your chick right there 
and she was like uh he and rob was like yeah he was like oh you shouldn't have brought her up in here dog um go on step forward girl and she stepped forward a little bit he's like Mm-mm, step forward real good so i can get a good Bring look it all at the you way. yeah <laughs> you know i got these old eyes mine i got the cataracts yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so she she stepped forward and he was looking up and down and just start appraising her like uh like a stripper or some shit man just he's like yeah you got that dress on i know you're trying to hide them curves and you got whole lot of curves you know they say a player like me can look at a chick and see everything going on up under that dress everything and uh you know a couple weeks ago they were talking about her being pregnant right and so that was a big like everything that that's what i really like home alone like oh no (laughs) (laughs) right like this dude is bugging so He's, you know, and I was like, um, but you know, he ought to know with like 14, 15 girls, like mm-hmm. constantly around him that he constantly getting pregnant. Right. I guarantee you, he know what a pregnant woman look like. And the thing is, too, the thing is too, like I can, um, I said this a few weeks back was like, I don't know how Rob goes to Lord Fray's being all in love and shit. Cause they be on some like, all in love. Cause yeah. he has no common sense. No common sense. They be on that. So yeah, they they be on that PDA shit, you know. Mm-hmm. They all you holding could tell him and Sansa are kin. You could tell. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you don't never see none of the other kings booed up. No. Even um, dude, that's all smitten with um, uh, what's the red the red hair witch's name? Uh, Melissa. Oh, M- Melisandre. Yeah. yeah. Even he who is <laughs> such a simp, such a simp, but he don't be cupped up like that. He don't be handcuffing in public. Rob asked me, Hank, they be holding hands and shit, man. So, um, yeah, so I was like, that ain't gonna end good. Um, and Frey roasted him for following his dick. He's like, you know, hey, back in my day, you know, to get up in that, I would have broke a whole lot of promises, player. You know, ain't no hard feelings. Um, but yeah, she got them childbearing hips and everything. Uh, and I was like, this is a good example of why your dick is not your friend, dog. His dick didn't care nothing about winning around his dick was like she looked good and that's the end of the war for us um so yeah he checked out his he checked out rob's woman like uh of uncle at a black family reunion right the one that's <laughs> not because he feels like he could say shit that's like 90% off right yes <laughs> hey girl who you with who you here with like hey man who, come who, on. who, who your blood yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, who, 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 who your people because I don't want to hit the right wrong one to get punched in the face who your people yeah so that was weird um then we cut to Peter from the Kazis for a while uh no actually no we actually cut to the Khaleesi mm-hmm. and her but before you cut back to that Frey mm-hmm. said the only funny thing of the entire episode Oh, what was that? When he broke out at Talisa and he said he understood because firm tits, tight fit. Mm -hmm. I was like, that is a fucking rap lyric waiting to happen. Seriously. (laughs) He's like, "Mm -hmm." next week, watch. (laughs) He said it wasn't for love. It was for firm tits and a tight fit. And Rob grabbed that sword. He said, hold up, play. It's cool. Hold on, hold on. (laughs) Put your sword down. Put your sword down. I just had to get my roast on. Um, So, yeah, the Khaleesi, they were thinking uh, that her and her 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 council of uh fabio and uh the two old white men <laughs> he doesn't Stop like it. fabio fabio <laughs> <it>. <laughs> my 
my man dario naharis or whatever yeah he, he, was, he, yeah he looked like he walks around like the wind just blows his hair just <laughs> goes like everywhere he goes like he just looks like he's going to the beach yeah. he is the home version of beyonce's wind machine yes. <laughs> yeah and so and he can and he's so smooth he just know the right shit to say to khaleesi man like these other dudes can't really figure her out and they always trying to say something but it's like that shit just comes off like simping was like whatever you say my queen you know but uh <laughs> dario be saying shit like uh they're like yeah man that's the uh back room that's the back way to the uh to the temple they use and i mean to the city that they use uh some of the men go there to have sex with the slaves and it's like oh so you be going there to have sex with the slaves he's like you can't make love to property and then he looked he looks uh khaleesi right in her eyes like mm-hmm and she'd be like oh my swung oh, yeah <laughs> you know i hate slaves that is a good point um so yeah he, Joe was mad real mad that's the thing jar was trying to hate on the low when he brought up that slave shit like oh so you be fucking them slaves right mm-hmm, typical man and dude was like not me i make love to my women's and you know Joe, <laughs> Joe was like well damn well i see yeah because he got mad because when he walked around he like took a hand was like floating her hand across the map mm-hmm. and and was like getting all up on her he was looking like word this is what we about to do up in here yeah he, he accused dude uh like he that's the other thing dario flipped it twice because he also said if we go into the city with me you and gray worm and, and you might just be turning us over uh to the enemy getting us killed and now all of a sudden the army don't have no leadership and he was right. like, uh, you know, it take a lot to think of some lying ass shit like that play. I'm just saying. <laughs> you didn't come out with that out of nowhere. No, he's not wrong, but he's not right. He's not thinking because Draw loves some Khaleesi. He do love him some Khaleesi, man. But, uh, yeah, he, I think he done lost out to Dario. Sometimes you got to look at the better man to just st- take a step back. Just bro. let him have it. You know, you owe. You can look at it all the time. She loves you in her own different, not doing your kind of way. Mm-hmm. Right. Like she, <laughs> look, play your cards right. She might let you watch. You know. You know. I she likes to walk around naked. You could, you know, talk about having a meeting while she's taking a bath. That's right. All. There you go. Schedule some stuff for bath time. <laughs> <laughs> and he tried to get off of he 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 looked at uh barack obama's like hey bro what 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 you think about this yeah barack was like i trust him <laughs> he's like i trust him i don't know what you talking about he's fine yeah he like killing people and shit i like killing people we on the same page. i don't have no dick so ain't no competition between me and him sexually <laughs> i don't know what y'all up there fussing about um so we cut yeah. to my man peter from the cosby's walking around oh. Peter. without that magic knife just in them cold woods it looks like <laughs> they finally made it out um and uh i guess they're out of the woods and chilling um and he was telling her this story and she was like hey um how you know about you know all these houses and shit and these stories and he was like uh because i could read and she was like <laughs> I- oh. Which is the simplest fucking answer. She was like, the you can read, ho. <laughs> she was like, you reading them squiggly lines? You must be like a wizard. I thought, what the hell is going on here? I know. I know. I thought he needed to teach you how to read, honey. Hey, inc- you know, girl, it's not that serious. <laughs> hey, incest homeschool is not a good way to learn anything. No, it's not. Yeah, like incest university uh, is not graduating a lot of people. 
Uh, you better off going to that X-Men school. Like, <laughs> <laughs> that yeah. the, job, the job placement rate at NCSU is very low. It is very it's not low. a school. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Most people that go to NCSU end up working at NCSU. Yeah, they do. Mm. You never leave. But, they uh, hire from within. <laughs> right. <laughs> you are born work from within and then you hide from within. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, she was like, nigga, you can read, but what about this baby formula though? You can't even make a fire. But, um. That's that baby to keep dragging around. I've <laughs> not yeah. seen the baby move all episode. <laughs> yeah, baby just, uh, it's just alive. I don't know what it's eating. Uh, ah, surviving. Yeah, but, um, so yeah, dog, we cut the dog in Aria. Wait, wait is, a minute, no, the confusing oh. part was Sam. Was he that? knew that there was a way to get through the wall instead of over the wall. How come Manson, all of them, and all those been in the game since forever, motherfuckers, only know to go over this treacherous ass wall? Because they don't. Sam knows there's a fucking door. And reading must really be special. Like, exactly. she's, she's only like half wrong. He's not a wizard. But they hide, it's like, well, the, the, the joke about black people, if you don't want them to know, hide it in the book. Right. Because he, they had no clue. They call, I wouldn't climb that shit. Yeah. No, and the thing about it is that, he fat. So he's like, you know what? I'm Thank not you. climbing shit. I'm going to find an alternate route that I'm not telling nobody about. Exactly. You want to. Thank you. Necessity is the mother of invention. Uh, if you want to see somebody figure out how to get an elevator working, tell me that the stairs are out. You know, like. What? Just, <laughs> be like, hey, man, I'm on the 11th floor. Just take the stairs. I'll be like, hold up, man. It's got to be some way to get this code to this elevator, man. Just. That yeah. explains me and all of junior high school. You could struggle with them sports. I'll be reading Bridge to Terabithia if you need me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'll come with you. Like, I actually figured a way out where I can fail PE and still pass uh, everything. Yeah, so I'm good. <laughs> Wait, Write a paper. Write a paper about gym and asthma. <laughs> I use PE is nothing but 50 more minutes to study for me. That's what that, that is. <laughs> but, um... Yeah, so so he figured a way out. Yeah, that was I forgot about that. He figured a way to walk out around that wall, mm-hmm. um, and uh, still still didn't bring up them knives though, man. Like I really got to know if it's another. I want to know. It's got to be another knife or something. That nigga just really was like, bye. Well, <laughs> maybe they're gonna play us, and he grabbed it. Yeah, maybe That's he grabbed it. Thing I could think of. Something gotta happen. Um, so yeah, uh, we roll up on this dude trying to fix his <laughs> wagon, and. Uh, dog and Arya are walking and they see the guy with the wagon and my first thought was dog gonna fuck this nigga up right like oh he ain't long he ain't gonna lie by him he <laughs> all by himself struggling with the wagon and he should have known he was in trouble when he's like man it's gonna take like six seven dudes to lift this wagon yes! up and dog went and lifted that shit by like himself a boss. I was like dude that's your cue to just fucking run yes that oh. is that means he's strong yeah you about to get wagon jacked uh fucking with dog Ah, yes you wagon jacked and uh and yeah fucking with dog he knocked the old man's ass out um and aria uh saved the old man's life man because she was like uh look don't don't kill him and he said something like dead rats don't squeak and uh she said oh you think you tough talking to a little girl about killing people huh dog was like man get out of my way she pushed him off he's like nigga what are you doing i gotta got kill this man and she was like we don't need to kill him and he's like you soft that's the fucking problem you know that's 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 what that's what that's what uh that's why i hate fucking with you and then right about there she gave him a little speech 
and the old man popped up and she knocked his ass back out and i was no, like she, you know she, she i'm working i'm campaigning for you lay down <laughs> yes lay down and she looked at him she looked she said she said one day i'm gonna take a something a knife or something she and, said and i'm gonna stab you through you your eye, eye. I don't know, feel like this shit. is the end of this fucking conversation. You wait till I get called. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like Arya cannot hold her her tongue when she get mm-hmm. mad. She don't like dog, and she is not gonna pretend they friends. She does nope. not give a fuck. She does not care. Hasn't heard about rape. Nothing. Right. Just fuck you, dog. You like I'm like fire. Heard about that shit. <laughs> dog be like, man, I'm trying to um bring you back to your people. She's looking at his face like you don't like fire, and I could tell. Your brother, your brother did. What your brother did to you? Yeah, yo, scared of fire ass bitch. She was digging deep, wasn't she? Yeah, he like, bitch. He like, look, I just want some money and to get you back home. I don't give a fuck. We tired of each other. I walked in myself. Fuck you. Um, so uh, oh, and then we cut to Brand and um the you know Osha and that crew, Georgian. Uh, and I noticed something that I haven't noticed all series and I feel like I should have noticed right away. Georgian's sister looks just like Darlene from Roseanne, right? I saw you post that and I totally agree. Holy crap. Like, I saw that. Like, it fucked me up for a minute. I had to pause it. I was like, oh, shit, she looks just like Darlene. I don't know if she got the same type of, you know, vibe. But anyway, I, I liked her. I like her. Um, and, uh, yeah, they, they had like a little... Uh, talk with us they're still trying to uh they well brand decided that he's actually going after that three-eyed raven mm-hmm. and he again not, still yeah. <laughs> see like oh i know the nice speech you know what i'm saying i'm sorry about that white walker your husband turned into a white walker trying to kill you i didn't do that though but uh so. <laughs> i got i gotta go get the raven you know what i'm saying so i believe and uh so that was it um <clears throat> for that scene uh um john snow we cut to him and he's still with, he's still hanging out with the wildlands and the wildlands were like ready to kill this old man and take his horses he was like the horse provider for the crows right and, and it was put up a shut up time man it really and, it really it really made me feel like an undercover cop movie Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> undercover cop movie. Yeah, because you know, like, oh shit, they they about to find out if you really not right. Because with the cop, you know, it's always a moment in that undercover cop movie where it's like, let's go in here and kill these motherfuckers. It's like the cop always got some weird ass excuse, like, no, but if we leave them alive, we can talk to them and work things out. And it's like, we criminals, dog. What are, what are you talking about? Yeah, and 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 <laughs> we don't no, we don't have therapy with each other. We no. kill people. <laughs> like th- th- this is what we do you either down or you're not and he was smart because what he did he like took his sword and, like cracked it on a rock yeah to kind of get the horses yeah. going so the dude would have to come out and see they were on their way yeah he wanted to hear the he wanted the guy to hear that they were coming but even still it was still this moment of like uh because the hating ass dude was there and oh, yeah hating cuz was like Mm-mm. nah see i told you he, he, he something wrong with him he ain't trying to kill this old man and uh my man Redbeard was like, Nah, we we killing him, dog. Stop stop stalling. Um, yeah, he banged his, his sword on a rock, which alerted the horses. Yeah, totally on purpose. Yes. Alerted the horses, alerted the old Hey, shout out to that old man. He got on that fucking horse fast as shit for an old man. Right? Yep. I thought he was like seventy. That dude was like, Mm, giddy up. 
Um, and I, I have to imagine people ran up at him all the time if he was like the head horse provider guy. So yeah. he's been ready to squat up at any moment. He was, hey, he was bad. My dumb ass would have been still looking like, what? You, hey, y'all, what y'all running for? Oh. You, but you know, he probably got to be fit out there because, you know, horses are strong as shit. So you probably got to be mm-hmm. fit to even be out there dealing with horses. Yeah. That old ass man was, he got, he got the moving. Um, so, uh, he, the other thing that I noticed at this point was, uh, it's not just decision time for Jon Snow, it's decision time for Egret, man. Cause what? he's the only one she really been, like, that he's really been 100% with, where she's like, look, I know you not, that you're gonna, um, betray the wildlings, and it's about me and you then, and not just the wildlings. I got your back. And he's like, alright, you know, squad up, cause I'm about to fuck, I'm not doing what these motherfuckers say. Nope. Gotta go. You yeah. coming? Mm-hmm. Are you down or are you not down? And that's gonna come back up later. Um, cause he left her. Yep. Yep. He, but don't, he didn't don't. leave her. She decided not to go. Right. Oh, okay. <laughs> cause he didn't have the option of staying cause they were killing people. So, yeah. And he stabbed you. Tom- with me or I'm staying. He stabbed you. He was like, you know what? You were right. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Karen just skipping ahead. Karen. Oh, I got an itinerary here. I'm sorry, baby. This is why she can't watch the show, y'all. This is why. <laughs> oh, this is why I can't watch the show. I'm sorry. She just <laughs> skipped right through. Um, I'm sorry. Dog was eating them pig feet. Oh, that shit <laughs> looked disgusting. <laughs> that was so good. Oh. Dog was munching on them pig feet, man. Oh, like totally a chicken bone. Mm-hmm. I wanted him to uh pull out some hot sauce. <laughs> <laughs> some texas pete you're right he's like passing the plate of them greens girl um but yeah he ate some pig feet man uh this is when Arya and him had it out and said we ain't never gonna be friends so i'm glad your face got burned up and all that shit <laughs> she gangster man but you know what's funny though dog be fucking with her like a lot of it's on him because he can say shit nicer but he'll be saying shit like yeah uh i see you keep looking over there at the twins like it's gonna move huh yeah, you want to get home. I know how it is. Now that we're closer than ever, you feel like you might not make it. You scared like a little punk. And he was like, she was like, fuck you. Your face got burned with fire, nigga. Because <laughs> what he said was entirely too true. Like, mm-hmm. when you can literally see it and all this time, you know nobody knows you're alive. Mm-hmm. She was finally almost back, man. Um, yeah, and you know what? When they rode up. And oh, we ain't got to that yet. Oh, this is just before she, I think got. at that point she was fighting the instinct to run from him because now I can see where I'm supposed to be going. Right. And from knowing that every time she thought she was correct, he was a step ahead of her. Right. So, like, I got to stay with you now. Like, for real, I really don't like you. Yeah, right. I really don't like you. No, this is before they got to the uh, castle. But when they first but, rolled up on the old man, mm-hmm. he told her to stay here because you, you know what happened to little kids to run away. Mm-hmm. Yep. What? Dog, we know. <laughs> dog be knowing dog be like remember i told you about them rapes come on now you better with me <laughs> um so um, we, we cut the we cut the brand and osha and uh that crew jorgen and all them they, they're tied they're caught up in like this tower thing mm-hmm. um and they're you know they're trying to get back to uh like john snow um and they basically got caught between him. Well, they got caught between the wildlings and the crow like war thing that was going on. So it was going on all below them. Right. Okay. Yeah. So right when the wildlings caught up to the old cuz was when they, when they looked down at the tower and saw 
oh shit uh it's john snow wait a minute don't go out yet uh oh it's kind of hot out there <laughs> <laughs> like they got they got the swords out and they about to kill this old man so everybody be quiet um uh but uh right before that even happened there it was uh it was storming and the giant dude because the giants are huge but they're simple the giant dude start freaking the fuck out, man. Because of the storm. Yeah, he's yeah. like a bitch. His name is Hodor, yeah. The thunder. It was a clap of thunder that set him off. Yeah, man. He was like a Vietnam vet or something. It's Charlie in the trees. <laughs> Charlie is in the trees. I was like, calm down, man. He's like, I got to get the fuck out of here. Hell. Yeah. Um, And, you know, of course, the wildlands are looking for people to kill. So it's like uh, Anne Frank in that attic, you know? Like, you, <laughs> they were like, shh, be quiet. You got to shut the fuck up, yes. man. Um, and he's too big for anybody to just like kill the shit. Yeah. So, um, so we found out that Bran got a superpower. What? He set his ass to Twilight. <laughs> <laughs> he said nap time. His eyes, his eyes rolled up in his head like Professor X and put that fucking giant to sleep, man. He's like, we can't be dying because you won't shut the fuck up. He didn't even know he did it. He just was like, mm. it was out of necessity. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, I really wish you would be quiet. Oh, how did I do that? How did it's I do like that? when you find a new setting on the microwave that's perfect for what you need. <laughs> yes. And for a dude that can't walk, man, you know, he's going to be using that shit all the time now. I'll be jumping in people's head all the time. I'll be like, yeah, you know what? I feel like going to the store. Oh, you go. <laughs> I don't feel like going to the store. Well, you do now. Yeah, you do. <laughs> um, and you're going to spend your money right um so yeah he it doesn't give anything away but you can tell he didn't know how to use it because we cut back to them like towards the end of the episode and poor Hodor is still <laughs> he was down he was he <laughs> was knocked the fuck out for hours I'm like what the hell did he do man whatever he did he knocked him smack out oh man he got he the... needs to go half speed next time <laughs> <laughs> set your level right oh um, <laughs> so he yeah, he had it microwaved on a hundred. He's supposed to put it on fifty. Seventy five percent or something. Yeah. But uh that was awesome, man. He he knocked dude's ass out. And uh right that's right when the crows ran up on the old dude, so they turned their attention to something else. Cause they were still gonna go to that tower. Uh right. the hating dude. Uh, uh, he was just like, Yeah, something's up there and they're like, Oh, thunder like they were making fun of him, but if they had followed through. Mm-hmm. Be a room full of dead kids. Oh. Um so um i also like that when they caught the old man <laughs> and he fell off the horse <laughs> he, pulled, he pulled a knife out of nowhere and yeah, my hero he's like nah not for real no my man red beard was like come on player come on, come on. <laughs> like he took that knife from him like scotty took the gun from the old man in new jack city ah <laughs> like like, give me that fucking knife, man. What's you wrong with you? You ain't about to do nothing with that one. You gonna cut yourself, old man? You gonna hurt yourself. Give me. <laughs> yeah. So, um, they, they like, yo, let's kill this dude. And the old man was about it. He was like, fuck it, kill me. I don't give a fuck. And they stand like, up first. At least he died with honor that way, which I think is probably a thing then. Like, as opposed to, like, a half-ass stabbing. Yeah. <laughs> Just take it like a man. He's like, I had, I, I had a good run. Fuck it. And they was, and then right before that, uh, hating cuz was like, hold up, hold up. <laughs> make 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 john snow do it i don't like him yeah. and now we can tell if he real final babysitter's club test kill this guy <laughs> <laughs> so john snow john snow was taking the longest time to swing this sword like this motherfucker was like you know? a, a mlb player at the at the plate 
He really was making every excuse in the book. Like, do we want to get him a ponytail holder so the sword don't get? Him? <laughs> <laughs> um, He's like, you know, are you thirsty, sir? Are you thirsty? <laughs> you know, normally I'm left-handed, uh, so I, you know, let me adjust this to this. I'm gonna I'm give a best shot. Um, uh, is every is, what time is it? Is is anything coming on TV? Y'all want to watch? It, ain't the game on? Can we kill this dude later? Um, but they was like, no, you got to kill him. And he said, no, fuck that. I'll draw the line of killing this old man, even though I thought he would because the old man was like, kill me. It's cool. He was cool with it. He understood he was outnumbered and it was going to happen considering who he was dealing with. Yeah. And, um, he was like, do it. John is cool. And John was like, nope. I draw the line here and, um, I'm going, I'm going to fight y'all niggas. Um, so he takes on like one on six. At least that's how it appears because all of a sudden, Igrid decides to kill the old man. You know, like, and that was her version of like, no, no, I got it because he is I and I am him. And they were like, no, but not really. We we needed him to kill him so we know that he's not playing. Yeah, she killed the old man and they was like, oh, so it's two against uh, six, huh? Instead of being like, oh, thanks. At least one of you did it. That was like, that don't count. Mm -mm. Do over. Um, so uh they start fighting one on six and shit. Egret only has a bow. Um and Orangebeard dude basically uh starts like trying to hold her and make her watch the she's like, Look, you can't be choosing one of them over us. This is what happens and you just everybody forgot that uh Jon Snow like the nicest nigga in the world when it comes to these swords. Right? Uh, <laughs> people people be sleeping on Jon Snow, man. They showed us that in the first season, like, yo, this dude real nice with these swords, he's just a bastard um so he's like taking dudes out slowly and uh georgian convinces brand to use his power to take over a dire wolf and help out in the fight right mm, which john immediately turned the eye to like they got dire wolves here like wait what's this yeah yep what's going on like he recognized i don't know if he recognized the individual wolves but the concept of the wolves it struck something with him but he didn't like look around or was brand nearby but he knew something was up mm-hmm and uh of course uh egret chose that mouth over the family man and mm-hmm. that's the same mistake that women been making since time immemorial <laughs> you know a lot of people's like but he does treat me right so um <clears throat> oh and, yeah and i'd like to give special points to that eagle for going ham when his owner got killed oh yes because uh as karen alluded to and this is also one of my favorite moments of the show my man john snow finally killed that hating ass nigga oh so happy fuck that dude what an asshole i don't even care about him being right just fuck him just a hating ass so i see you messing oh, with, you care about him being right <laughs> i see you messing with one you of know? them huh I'm like shut up man you always always some dude in your girl's ear trying to convince her to not fuck with you fuck him but and he, i'm glad he, he died shit from before you had all that time right <laughs> you knew her from day one y'all were in the dirt together literally because y'all don't rent right and you didn't say anything come on man she didn't take you to the honeycomb hideout don't be mad um you know so yeah, uh and, and like i said I, and i just liked the way he did it he stabbed and it got it right up on the real close and whispered you know what he was right yeah just and then but dude like transferred his soul into that bird and fucked john snow face up for a second mm-hmm. got um, in there yeah he's like i might be wrong i might be dead but um take these with you i <laughs> take a few of these yeah i don't know if that oh. e- what i want to know is is he gonna be in that eagle forever or is that just a temporary thing and then is you know that'll be it because 
I wonder if that eagle gonna come back. He's gonna be fucking with Jon Snow for for years, just hanging out, <laughs> stalking him, <laughs> scratching him like once a week. <laughs> um, uh, yeah. So uh, he also the funniest thing that happened in the episode for me was uh, Jon Snow left Egret. Mm-hmm. Uh, he, <laughs> he hopped on that horse, and Redbeard wasn't even trying to grab her. He just let go, and she was just looking like this motherfucker left me. Her mouth was a gate. <laughs> <laughs> That's the only word for it. A gate. She's like, he still got my vagina on his breath. And I'm sitting there looking at these horse tail lights like, mm-mm. I know he's like, Oh, that's a horse tail light. <laughs> yes. I'm looking at the back of this horse's ass. Come on now. Something in the background. That needed like no a George Michael song. That needed <laughs> in the background. Like, she never grown fast. Yeah. <laughs> I wanted to hear that um Foxy Brown song that she made about people leaving. Uh it was like, So he played you right. <laughs> Whatever that's like walking around now you saw was his tail lights. Um but yeah, so he he got the fuck out of there. Uh, we cut to Jorah and, um, Dario and, um, Grey Worm and them motherfuckers was beating the shit out of some slave labor. Um, they, they, they went like, uh, 12 and, 12 and 0. Like they killed like 12 slaves without taking a cut. And, uh, then some more slaves cut, like showed up and, um, it just cut away. So it didn't show mm-hmm. like what they did with the next hundred slaves that came out of nowhere. And um, Dario knows that Jorah's really into Khaleesi because mm-hmm. he, he takes every opportunity to, to like point out how young and spry he is. Like I have the best whistle. Well, what, the, what the fuck does that matter? I could kill people. I don't understand what you even saying to me right, right. now. He's like, why are you trying? <laughs> He's like, look, it's not a competition. It's over. I won the competition. Like if somebody's getting some of that Khaleesi tail, it's me, dog. It's me right here. Yeah, you <laughs> you also have had plenty of time to make a move. Thank it's, you. You had all this time. Now that somebody new comes to town, you want to act like you never had an opportunity. Mm-hmm. All up in the friend zone. Um, then we cut to the wedding. Um, uh, Uncle Stark lucked out. Old girl was kind of pretty. I thought. Uh, mm-hmm. She cleaned up nice. And it's twelve. Yeah. <laughs> She cleaned up maybe nice. 13. <laughs> yeah, maybe thirteen. Get like him young, I see. Some people, uh, you know, he was. You know what's funny though? He smiled so hard because he was like, "You might grow up to be something." Like he was, was happy. <laughs> He's like, compared to these, <laughs> these other ones are busted, broken down, dilapidated. You got a future on you. I can. You no, know, we make sure you use some oil of Olay continuously, <laughs> so you don't suffer from what your kinsmen suffer from. Get you on a regimen. Yeah, right. I got you, girl. Um. And, uh, also another funny moment was when, uh, Blackfish, uh, turned and looked at all them struggle bridesmaids and, <laughs> and turned his ass right back around. Well, they started smiling too. They was like, teehee, we can be next. He's like, nope, not for me. I'm good. Um, let's see what else happened. Uh, oh yeah, Bron told Osha to take his brother and go, um, uh, go find Jon Snow or whatever. He's not gonna um, go with them. He's going beyond the wall to find the three eyed crow. I think we already talked about that a little bit. Um, mm-hmm. And then I missed like five minutes of the show. I later caught up on it, but I like I can't remember where exactly I was. But it was I think it was something to do with the Khaleesi. And oh, that's it. They came back from ransacking the town and basically told them that Dario Naharis's plan worked. The slave people quit. 
which which is hilarious to me because they had numbers they just showed up was like man we don't get paid enough of this shit dog um we slaves we we give up we yeah we slaves what what are we doing (laughs) 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 this he just realized i'm not dying for somebody else shit man i know know it's so they pay us in uh pig feet around here no they only pay us in real cash i'm out yeah so um and then uh jor got hurt because he was like uh you know khaleesi everything turned out good the plan worked um so and then she was like okay that's cool where's dario you know you came back short my boo and <laughs> and his jar's eyes look like his heart broke because he's like oh, what you know? the, why are you asking about him <laughs> <laughs> i just told you about all these people i can i freed the slaves Mm-mm. where's 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 fabio at and Ah, with the fan fabio came across the uh came out with the flag and shit like uh uh-uh, hey girl i got you something um so yeah jar was pretty hurt by that shit um so then we cut back to the wedding uh the bedding ceremony starts which uh so creepy, <laughs> so creepy. It, it like this is the second time a bedding ceremony has uh you know been uh prompted on the show the first time was uh with uh Tyrion and sansa Mm -hmm. and he used his wit to derail that shit by being a drunken idiot right but uh uncle stark looked a little too happy about it she's like "Mm, 12 year old pussy here we go (laughs) (laughs) cannot wait if this is a roller coaster, I never want to get on. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was like, ain't no party like a pedophile party because a pedophile party don't stop. Nope. Till she turned 15. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Till she get a first period. So, uh, mm-hmm. he was a little too happy about that. Uh, they took him in the back. Um, <clears throat> then everybody's eating and shit. Um, and that's when we see homeboy that had, uh, that had Jamie Stark, uh, hostage the one who was nice to him uh mm-hmm. what, what the fuck is his name Roos. is it Roos? Roos, yes Roos, Roos. right Roos bolton so we yeah. see Roos bolton is at the, up in the party and shit and Which uh the first time where i would have been like nah i think we should go we married bye mm-hmm. <laughs> i was like what is Roos bolton doing up in here man ain't he supposed to be the one that gave jamie back and then told his father like hey no no hard feelings make sure he knows mm-hmm. i'm I'm the one that gave you back. I don't, I don't, I don't even want no money. Just go ahead and go. I was like, you know, this is going to be weird. And I remember also Jamie told, uh, Roos to give his regard to the Starks when, uh, uh, to Rob Stark when, uh, whenever he met him at the wedding and shit. So it was like this weird ass, like the fuck are you doing here, dog? Um, we know you're not really that cool. Um, so they're sitting there and they have a little conversation because Lady Stark is watching and she's like, oh man the the bedding ceremony mm-hmm. um oh wait actually first talisa says like ain't this whack that they doing a bedding ceremony gonna make them fuck that 12 year old and shit where we do that yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> rob was like oh nah girl that's how i grew up you know this is just old times yeah this is where they do things tradition you know? which once again solidifies the fact that they're a black family you have to apologize for different things at weddings right people are not black mm-hmm exactly it's like why does she push everybody down to grab that bouquet oh aunt linda always grabbed the bouquet you know? yeah. that's every wedding <laughs> that's that's why you seen her over there with the kids because then nobody else want to get knocked out yeah, that's everybody else fault for trying to even grab those yes um so yeah uh they have that part where they take you know she she's questioning that then Roos walks over to lady stark and he's like 
uh yeah so they um does this remind you of when you and ned got married and she was like "Mm -mm. ned is was a gentleman he said um i we ain't doing no bedding ceremony and he's like oh okay cool cool um everything else all right and it's like man it's an awkward conversation for no reason and as they're talking some dude just starts walking towards the door yes with a hoodie on um dressed exactly like the people that are playing the violins which fun fact before we get to all the terrible mm-hmm. <laughs> in the band um the drummer is actually the drummer from coldplay really yep oh that is a fun fact um it had nothing to do with, i figured we need a moment of just happiness before we just <laughs> yeah good for him crash this plane. let's go <laughs> no wonder the, the music was kind of somber and depressing and and then also it, it is a point that when that dude walked towards the door even if you read the book or didn't i don't know that you would necessarily know the song but it's called reigns of castamere yeah and that song is basically about the lannisters being killed and avenging it oh caitlin's ears pricked up like hold the fuck up why would you play that at this wedding and that was the title of the show right red wedding was the title of the show but reigns of castamere was the song that set her off because she was like yo yeah she got that why we getting all close she had that mama sense and she looked like why why you going up there shutting that door why why i'm hearing this because she was looking around like yeah i guess the music was the cue yeah that makes a lot more sense because that music was like their fight song oh that's like basically like if you're at, at alabama and you play a different team's song it's like well wait what happened it's basically the same way i feel in any club when the Lil john song comes on <laughs> I, had that, I had that same sense where it's like i feel like you wait till i'm drinking to do that shit <laughs> <laughs> that is the second time this episode and the funny part patrice he can't see you yeah <laughs> okay. okay i'll let you have it um, but yeah it, uh, uh, that's how i feel when uh whatever like ted the club co- up comes on and shit i'm like slow motion like why are all these niggas going towards the dance floor like yes so um she did the you know it's slow time slowed down she watched it do meanwhile ruth bolton like sitting next to her talking and shit um and so she looks and sees the door closing and ruth is such a dick mm. he knew she knew he's like mm-hmm yeah i just want to watch your face oh, oh yeah yeah because <laughs> Yeah, because she pulled that thing up going, um, it's metal. She oh, pulled shit. up, um, his sleeve. Right. Yes. And under his sleeve was chain metal. And so it's she. It's like 50 Cent coming to your birthday party with a bulletproof vest on. <laughs> yes. In, 20, in 2013. Not 0750. <laughs> now 50. And so she looked at him like, oh no. And he was like, mm hmm. And so, uh, right then, Lord Frey was like, uh, <laughs> cut the music. I like to have a little speech. <laughs> Let me tell you a story. Here you go. <laughs> he's, like, he's like, Rob, I feel like I haven't been kind enough. I gave you food. I gave you this wedding, uh, all that shit. Uh, but I feel like it's something I'm forgetting. Something I'm leaving out. Uh, something borrowed, something new. You know? <laughs> so, you know? <laughs> so, so, um, he basically was like, uh, let's get the real party started. And a dude came out of nowhere like it was a fucking, like it was Oz. It was like, what show ah. am I watching? And Shank Talisa and the baby. Which yes. explains so much. If I think this whole situation, the whole Red Wedding, could have possibly not happened if Talisa wasn't pregnant. 
Mm-hmm. Because that's what Frey feels like he missed out on. He missed out on the heir to the fucking throne. Yeah. It's not like you marry somebody else and now he doesn't get to go into the concrete business with your daddy. Mm-hmm. Like, you cheated this man out of a kingdom and you turned up like he was just gonna high five you and have it all be cool. Right. With some apologies and shit. Your girl looking hey. better than his daughter. And your fucking uncle that nobody wants. Fuck his hard water daughters. Nobody wanted your uncle. Mm-hmm. We didn't even know who your uncle is. Your uncle, I think, on your mother's side. Who the hell was that? Exactly. So, uh, dude just shakes Talisa. He didn't even kill her right away. He just Rock. took care of the baby. And Rob was like, what? And started walking towards her. And, uh, that's when they unleashed the arrows. Mm. Um, and at this point, I made a noise at a pitch that my neighbor came and knocked. <laughs> yes, you okay now, Patrice? I believe uh, my. And then he was like, "I thought you were watching it because I'm watching it too." So, bitch, I got a bit get back, but I was just checking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I believe my exact quote uh, at at this time was, "Oh, nigga." Uh, I believe that's my exact <laughs> yeah. reaction to, to yes. as soon as she got stabbed, I was like, huh? oh, oh, this is not going to end like, well. This, this party is in, and then right. And also, if you'll notice, like, Ruth ducked the fuck out mm-hmm. right before the arrows went. It was like, it's like, oh, gotta go. He closed that shit down like, uh, the juke joint color purple. I don't care what none of y'all do, but that's my cue. Yeah, so they, this woman, I don't know about <laughs> And this shit lasted so long, dog. Like, the, it felt like it was 10 minutes of arrows. <laughs> yes, and it was raining arrows. It was raining arrows. Like, people getting fucked up. Like, the, everybody getting, like, people under tables. Then, the people that didn't get an arrow through them, uh, as soon as the arrows were done, like, the, the, the rest of the crew came through and just started mopping uh, up, stabbing people yeah, and shit. And, and you know what? It was almost like an orchestra of arrows mm-hmm. because all of hey. a sudden I turned around, the band was arrows. I look upstairs, <laughs> you got people coming off the roof, arrows. I look around the corner, they come off the collar. I was like, how many fucking archers do he have in here? No, did we practice this wedding? Yes. <laughs> yeah, like, was we this? We got coordinated? I think this was part of the wedding, uh, rehearsal. I do too. You know, like during rehearsal day, it's like, okay, now all the stars get out. Uh, we have a little bit more rehearsing to do. You guys have a good one. Archers to the rear. Um, <laughs> so, uh, Aria has just, is becoming a real bad habit of hers. Oh, Aria. Just always watching her family members die. So, you know, uh, you find your mother and now you're an orphan. Yes. Dog, what? like, dog shows up with Aria in tow. He's like, Hey man, I need to get in and talk to the Starks. And they like, man, fuck you. Nobody can come in. And dogs like, but it's really important. And they like, Hey, we told you the castle locked down. And so it's like, he realized like, mm, this ain't normal. And he turned around to look at Arya and she was gone. So he was like, all right, let me back my shit up out of here. Uh, so we cut to Arya running up on the, the, the castle and she still had the wherewithal to know to hide though. Yeah. I gotta give her a prop. She didn't just walk up like, I'm home! She was like, mm, let me check oh, everything we gotta out. Feel this out. Right. And so she overheard the Winterfell soldiers like, hey, we can finally go home now, dog. We got our, some people got our back. Uh, this turned out pretty good. And right when they said that, um, the dudes from the twins came out and they was like, hey, players, how y'all doing? What we eating on over here? Oh, throat slice. Everybody dying. Yeah, they turned the picnic table over and everything. I was like, oh shit. Yes. You know? Dinner's over. 
Ain't nobody even take no cake in the little box. Nothing. Nothing. <laughs> nothing. They, they could at least gave him to go orders for they killed him. You know, nothing. Arya was hurt like shit, man. Because now oh, I felt for her. She, and, oh. then, and then she froze, and they just walked by her and didn't notice her. I was like, oh, well, thank God the baby's gonna get to live. But and, you know? but she had to watch the wolf die. Yeah, she that, did. That was her next thing. Like, let me at least get the damn wolf. Nothing. Mm-mm. <laughs> That wolf was like, come on, man, fuck y'all then. They just shot that wolf anyway. Um, so, uh, then Arya was, <laughs> her dumb ass is still gonna try to run in the castle. And the hound showed up and was like, hey, come on, man. It's over. Come on, dog. The hound figured out that shit was a setup. Like, the, the when they told the him, gate. like, why won't yes. you let me in? Like, you're having a feast. They're gonna go all the damn night. Why won't you? Nah, suspect. When they told him no at that gate, he said, mm, set up. All right, then. <laughs> and he didn't look back in the car to see if like she had run off. He had looked back to give her the eye, like sit down. Yeah, like, like this, going on, sit right. down. This shit gonna I know be. A- we don't get along, but sit the hell down. <laughs> right. He's like, I'm, I'm trying this to keep you alive. Um, no, you work money, bitch. Sit down. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you still got more brothers, and uh, you know. Um. So um. The, I, I I. So then we cut back to the inside of the party. Right. Everybody on the ground bleeding and shit. Um, oh, Talisa! Just, just, just. I can't. Arrows through everybody. Everybody caught an arrow. Um, you Ryan get an arrow. Doing, uh, he's doing the military drag across the floor to Talisa. Yeah. Yes. Apparently, uh, they have registered for arrows. Um, you know, the- ah! Bed, Bed Bath and Beyond. <laughs> <laughs> right. And a lot of people was going to the Great Beyond. Um, during this scene. Uh, so we cut back and Frey was like, oh, look at him, dog. He he's trying. He's still walking. Like Rob's still alive. Um, and he was partying off of it. Like it wasn't even like some. Oh, maybe we should let him live. He's like, oh, this is gonna be even better than I thought. He's still alive. Let's watch him hold this dead woman with her baby in her belly. Um, oh, terrible. Yeah, and he gave zero fucks. So ladies. None. Ladies, which is solidifies. I'm gonna explore this later this week, probably mm-hmm. on Friday over on my site. But they're not just black; they're Caribbean, mm-hmm. and there's different islands for them. And I, I fleshed it out. It, it, you know what? It makes a lot of sense. It explains the inner workings of how they so angry at people mm-hmm. from another land. Mm-hmm. The hound is southern, though. <laughs> <laughs> that pig's feet moment. Yeah, he, he, he below the Mexican Dixie line. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm telling you, it was Texas feet in that cart. Um, of course. <laughs> So, so, um, they, so Lord Frey is partying and shit. Like, oh, look at him. He, he alive. Um, let's, let's watch him. Let's let him be alive so we can kill him again. Um, and that's when Lady Stark gets up and, and grabs the bride of Lord Frey, who was, who she was hiding under the table. She ain't no shit, man. Like, I learned a lot about how Lord Frey feels about his women folks. Like, from the lineup of his daughters to his, not telling his wife that he was gonna kill these motherfuckers to her being hostage and him being like eh. i can get another one so yeah. uh yeah go ahead i'm sorry patrice yeah like like um she also looked like rachel dratch i noticed that right off the from saturday night live oh um, mm. she had that weird face but she um did. yeah he he gave no hells there were so many women in his, he was like the other one that was sleeping with his daughters there's too many options yeah it do he so he grabs uh, she grabs him, uh, his his wife, and she's like, Lady Stark is like, look, I promise you, if you just let me, uh, let us go, we will forget about this. And um, he, he was like, um, you made a promise to me to marry my daughter, motherfucker. Remember that? 
She was like, oh, you know, yeah. promises. Mm-hmm. She's <laughs> like, well, I'll make another promise if you don't just take me as a hostage and let him go. And he was like, mm, nope. Why would I do that? I got I you both now. <laughs> right. He's like, that, that's, that's stupid. Why would I do that? Why would I let him walk out of there? She was like, okay, okay, all right, that's a good point. Let him walk out of here, and I won't cut your wife's throat. And he looked at her like she held a knife to a vacuum cleaner. Mm-hmm. Ah! He's like, why put? He's like, you gonna cut my broom in half or buy another broom? This, this is stupid. He probably um, had extra wives in the back. <laughs> right, of course. He worried about it. He's like, yeah, well, I pull out one of my spare wives. Um, so, <laughs> so he said, uh, that's when Ruth Bolton popped up again. <laughs> Look, I'm tired of his ass. <laughs> I, I'm starting to like Ruth Bolton in the worst way. Like he's an asshole. <laughs> he didn't. He didn't do none of the fighting. Oh, he came back like he literally went and like sat by the Gatorade station and acts like he had just tagged out for a moment. <laughs> and he did nothing. Yeah, when he walked up, it should have had the NBA horn at. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> but he came back in the game. Walked up to Rob, who was full of arrows, and was like, the Lannister said never guards. Stab, stab, stab. Bye. And I'm out. (laughs) And then uh, Lady Stark, who had lost everything, now. You saw her, though. She was just literally a standing body. She was gone. Because she thinks she's lost everything. She... She she thinks her daughters are hey, dead. She in thinks, her mind, Arya's dead. Who knows what happened to fucking Sansa? Mm-hmm. And the little boys, he thinks she, uh, Theon the burned them up. They died. Theon squared that away. Like, right. So um, all the kids gone. Ned's gone. What does she have left? Nothing. So she let out that. Uh, she let out that, that black dude. The scream of twenty. That intervention scream. Yeah, she yes. did. She let out the that black dude. Felt. The, <laughs> she went all the way. <laughs> <laughs> she, yeah. only thing he was missing was that how much I love you <laughs> she let that scream out and I just like that as she let the scream out she still cut that girl's throat for no reason yeah she was like fuck it fuck it yeah she like somebody dying I don't care you know, we gotta get your numbers up yeah oh girl dying for nothing yeah, and she was like, look, all I did was show up and and next thing I know, I'm dead. And then I like that the dude that killed her was just a no-name that showed up like a busboy. Like, right. let, ah. let me get them plates for Clean you. Clean up squad. Let me get the plates. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you need me to wipe off this table? Bye. Um, that here? No. <laughs> dude. And uh, that was the end of the episode. It was so crucial, man. I mean. You know, uh, they didn't even have no music. I know a lot of people, they just ended you know? it. What what music could you possibly play? Only thing no you idea. could possibly play is maybe a nice day for a white wedding. Maybe. Wow, wow, that's wow. a stretch. Wow, <laughs> that would have just made more there people. Was no music. All you had to sit around with was your feelings. Oh, it was so terrible. Do you, you pay your debts to to Frey, dog? You you make a promise to that man. Uh, you need to deliver on it because I, uh, he I takes it personally. Understand how you didn't invite him to your house? Why are we doing this? Mm-hmm. And uh, a lot of people were hitting me up. Yep, real example of why your dick is not your friend. You know? It's, even in the long game. Because we always see it, like the short game with Theon a couple weeks ago. We see that. Everybody understands that. But in the long game, your dick is not your friend. You picking this fine chick out at random and talking about, I, uh-uh, I'm going back on my promise to marry that. Mm-mm. But yeah, well, two years later, your mama getting a throat cut. So, I've never been so glad not to have a penis. Oh my god. The letters that ah. made a chess the letters was out there making chess moves, dog. They just uh, 
getting niggas killed all kinds of ways man so easily so um and uh let's see oh also i had to give a shout out to uh dog because he recognized everything right away i can't wait to see what happens with them uh and he finally got to bop aria in the back of her head <laughs> oh you know he's been wanting to knock her smart mouth ass out for so long and he got to do it for good reason yep. so yeah he got to do it and and the sad part about it i was thinking he's your only friend now like all your people go like you've been talking shit to this man the entire trip and now he's like the only one protecting you mm-hmm. and you know he's gonna bring it up when she come too of course. you know where you going right you trying to go so go to go yeah you still you still don't want to be with me uh now that you ain't got no family hmm you know you're lucky i'm taking you with me mm-hmm um so yeah uh i just thought it was an outstanding episode um ah just so much death uh the good thing is there's a lot less characters to keep up with now so if you guys if you guys you got we probably have to memorize some new ones but you know there's probably like 10 people you don't have to keep up with anymore um but uh yeah i i, I enjoyed it what are you looking forward to in the finale patrice I am, first of all, going to have to watch it from somebody's house. I usually stream the show, but I have a feeling that the stream is going to be overloaded. And if I miss it, I might just think I only live on the second floor, but I might fall out the window. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I wouldn't get hurt or anything, but I'd, at least, you know, my feelings would be damaged. Um, uh, tying up Theon, I want to know how we're going to do that so quick. Mm-hmm. I would have to imagine just because seasons three and four are going to be the third book split up that we're not going to get to Joffrey's wedding. I don't. From mm. what I've heard of what Joffrey's wedding is, nobody look ahead. You don't have to. Yeah, don't, I haven't don't even read about what actually happens. Don't have to keep up with the book people, but um, just based on even in the series, how big of an event, how pivotal that is for everything. I don't think it's going to happen in the finale. I think Joffrey's wedding is going to be next season. Yeah, we're probably, probably. going to lead up to it, but I don't see there being. There's too much to tie up yeah. for it to happen. So um, I'm looking forward to maybe a little. Sansa, like something to do with Sansa, because we haven't cut back to her and Tyrion being married and not sleeping with her, and like how they're gonna get around that. Yeah, in the preview they show Tywin looking at Jamie and his one arm. So I was mm. like, mm-hmm. well, Jamie comes home. That much I expect. Yeah, and it's, I'll, it's time. I'll, I need to see. Like they've been teasing us with that. I, I want to see him talking to people. That's right. gonna be good. Um, I want to see if word gets to Danny that uh the Starks are thinned that that herd's been thinned because that's less competition for her for the throne oh yeah that's true yep right. um so um and, and Roos, we're gonna have to cut back to Roos. he gonna have to talk a little bit yeah Roos gotta be what happened he, he gotta be a staple i need him to come put the pieces together and let me know exactly how that plan came together right who laid that plan down did he talk to jamie before he left because jamie's running around with one arm one minute crying and slipping under the water in bathtubs mm-hmm. and the next minute he's executing fucking plans to take out in front of entire fucking bloodlines like yep. um I need, I need i need help <laughs> i feel i feel like the season has to end with uh either the white walkers or mm-hmm. them dragons when they ravage that fucking city man right like they like i want to see the khaleesi unleash them dragons man i know they got the slave army to quit but right. if, if that's the if that city still talking that shit behind that wall i feel like the dragon's gonna have to like Fine have to come through yeah i mm-hmm. don't see it being white well i don't know why i don't feel like we're gonna get that much more white walker action yeah unless it's like literally in the last second and it has to do with sam yeah they always do like some 
like man this is a good season and then just something happened with the white walkers that's the only reason i'm saying white walkers because right. like and I, i'm not I just that I, I don't think we can lose anybody else right. than white walkers. <laughs> I, I don't i don't think so i don't we don't have enough people it just, it just be like the white walkers like walking past people and it just be like winter is coming see you guys next year game throws out peace you know um, they have to start cockfighting one another i don't think yeah. you can lose any more people to white walker what happened to them niggas man they just ate them on horse they they arranged them horses in a beautiful bouquet and then just left that i haven't seen anything else with <laughs> them. no they just want to let you know we'll be back eventually yeah <laughs> we coming uh all right man well look this has been awesome as always of course yes. we have to do the finale next week um oh. Check out Patrice at HelenHeartaches.com. Um, and for people asking, them thrones are so like spontaneous, man. Um, we obviously love having Patrice on the show. Yes. I don't know that every show translates to a dim something. Uh, but if, oh, Lord. if something good comes up that we're both fans of, man, we'll definitely try to work with Patrice again. Mm-hmm. Cause, definitely, uh, yeah. You know, but I don't want to force it because mm-hmm. I, I feel like people are like do something hey. else. No, no, like, everything ain't good. No, it's not. <laughs> no, not like this. We're sitting up here talking about some bullshit. Everybody be like, I don't even watch uh, Revolution. I, you know, I don't watch True Blood. I wouldn't watch True Blood with your eyes. Like, oh. <laughs> it's gotten so bad. You, you, you are saving yourself an hour a week, girl. Be I can't happy. Do it. Mm, it's the worst. I'm vampired out. Yeah, I got that completionist gene, so I'm stuck with it. But yeah, goddamn, I, I have it too. <laughs> uh, all right, well, not this chicken. Thank you, Patrice, and we'll talk to you next week. Um, Thank you, guys. All right, follow her on Twitter, y'all at Patrice C. Yes. All right, oh, love that woman, man. That's like my favorite call of the week, man. Um, now we also have other stuff to talk about. We do. Uh, we have articles. We have. Uh, some random thoughts we have uh all kinds of stuff man to get to uh but first things first uh i have to play this for everybody atkins flood of breaking arms was the reality of a deacon jones head slap the head slap was to do two purposes one was to give myself an initial head start on the fast rush in other words a extra step because anytime you go upside a man's head or a woman then they have a tendency to blink their eyes or close their eyes, and that was all I needed. David Deacon Jones was a- All right. Uh, <laughs> that is so you good. that damn clip. Oh, it's so good, Karen, if you could just appreciate it. Um, so you remember we talked about Keyshawn Johnson having problems with Justin Bieber? Mm-hmm. Apparently there's a video of him going off about it. Oh, snap. Uh, so I'll play that for everybody. But uh, I thought this was pretty hilarious, especially because it's true. What's going on with you and this um, Bieber incident, man? Let us know. Look, here, here's the bottom line. I look at it this way. You got a kid, 19-year-old guy. Man, I, and the only reason why I'm saying this because I'm tired of y'all chasing me around, you know, bothering me, inconveniencing me with Justin Bieber questions. So at the end of the day, he's 19 years old. He's speeding through a residential neighborhood. One of the things that we do as whatever you want to call us, celebrities or whatever, we want our peace of mind. We try to get behind gates so we can enjoy our families and enjoy our lifestyle. But you got a 19-year-old kid, you know, feeling entitled, speeding up and down the highway. That's why all the neighbors is mad. Then you got them spitting on people in the neighborhood. You can't do that. That's not that's not the way it's supposed to be. You got a bunch of handlers running around, you know, kissing so, your ass. So did you see him drive the car? Do you see a speed bike? Look, man, I know the difference between a black kid driving a car and a white kid driving a car. 
I got biracial kids, okay? okay so My you, girlfriend is white. I know the difference. So you follow him to, okay? to, to his house. I know the difference. Did you follow him to his house? I got a chance to see him driving the car. Let's put it that way. He so was sitting. He was. Was sitting, he in the driver's seat or the he passenger? He was sitting seat? in the driver's seat. So if you that good that you're gonna switch from the driver's seat to the passenger seat, and then the driver gonna get in the passenger seat, and you gonna pull in the driveway, and he gonna get back in the passenger seat just to ride into the garage with you, then something's wrong. Yeah, I mean, he said you was a liar, it. man. That's why I'm asking because they did find another person oh, man, the next following day hey. after that. One thing that he does not have to do is answer to me. He has to answer to the DA's office and not me. So at the bottom, at the end of the day, him and his handlers, his goons or whatever they are to him, his hitchman, they gotta protect him. I don't have to protect him. He does nothing for me. I don't make no money off of him. So at the end of the day, all I want him to do is protect my kids. Yeah. I got a one-year-old and a three-year-old. He's 19. My kids have yet to get to be 19 years old. I'm down here in Orange County right now. You go a couple blocks up the road, five young kids was killed on Memorial Day, riding, speeding down the street, out of control, lose control, all five of them are dead. And the only thing we can say is sorry. Yeah. So if he loses control at 19 years old, just really learning how to drive, and he lose control, then all we gonna be able to do is say, oh, I'm so sorry. Yeah, but he said, "Damn, he, sorry, didn't do what you he did." He said it wasn't him, though, okay. Keyshawn. He said uh, it wasn't him. No, it wasn't. He has to tell the DA that, not me. Yeah, he said it wasn't him. Thank you, man. Yeah, Keyshawn was some of the realest talk ever, man. Yeah, he was like, "Y'all got these motherfucking cameras in my face." I'm trying to go somewhere. What is? What do you want? Yeah, um, he had already said something about you know beavers feeding, and he dropped his kid off and traced him down to his parking lot, and. uh you know, I think he brings up a good point, man. White kids be driving completely different than black kids, man, uh, when they be speeding and shit. And uh, at the end of the day, he's still just a 19-year-old kid uh, acting irresponsible. And their neighborhood's supposed to be safe. And Justin Bieber is the, the, the element that, that's fucking up all these old rich people's na- neighborhood, basically. Um, <clears throat> so, yeah. Anyway, did you know, Karen, that you get more satisfaction... And less divorce for people who meet their spouses online. Oh, you send it to Chris? I'm going to send it to him as soon as the show's over, Karen. Okay. But uh, more than one-third of American marriages today get their start online. So people, you can stop feeling ashamed. I know there's a lot of shame that comes with searching for people online and Oh, you're on okay, Cupid. Oh, you're on, uh, you know, yeah. Match.com. You know, and I think it's an age thing. I think, like our generation like people 25 and up kind of frown on that probably because just like we're similar to our parents in the fact that a lot of us believe in that face on face you know as much as we don't call it courting a lot of our generation still believe in the courting you know i mean um perspective um people younger than us they don't mind internet and being online because you know you have you know children like my niece in kindergarten know more about computer than her grandma so yeah. it's one of those things where if you grew up around it, is is you don't think nothing unnatural about it. Well, the research was funded by the online dating site eHarmony um, and was published in the Proceedings of the National Academy of Sciences. Meeting online is no longer an anomaly, anal- uh, anomaly and the prospects are good, um, says John. Cause who cares who he is? He's a professor. <laughs> <laughs> that was surprising to me. I didn't expect that. Here's the thing I was thinking too. I feel like it's for certain people, for most people actually, it's a better way to meet people and get to know people because you have a starting point. Yes. Yeah, you so know, you, you look on someone's interest. Like when you look at someone's profile, you see what they're interested in. You see like 
some sort of common bond that you can like okay you are into comic book movies yeah i am too um because i feel like one of the biggest deterrents to dating in general is the idea of the representative that isn't really you and then you slowly introduce the real you into your relationship over time true and a lot of times that's kind of where you see people go with that i I, this isn't a woman i married or this is you know once they start getting comfortable they let themselves go it's like well actually they probably were that person the whole time you know they were the person that was into uh that was that didn't like cooking but they thought that you like cooking in your profile or whenever you met, so they started cooking, you know, shit like that. The real issue is, are you going to be able to find people that are going to be honest about their profiles? That's the truth. Like, if people are honest about their profiles, it's just easier for everybody. And I like the fact that it's easier to filter. Because it's mm-hmm. easier to filter and point and click uh, matches than to sit in a room full of people on the speed dating. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Um, and a Harris poll of nearly 20,000 Americans who got married between 2005 and 2012, found that 35% of people met online. While 8% of those who met offline got separated or divorced, uh, the percentage for those who met online was just 6%. So it was a slightly negligible difference, but uh, it really does go against the stereotype of, well, if you meet someone online, you don't even know them. It's like you meet someone in real life, you don't even know Ain't them. Ain't that the truth? And, 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 and the thing about, a lot of people frown on online, but the thing about it is that people are people and crazy is crazy. And the thing is that eventually, even if you meet somebody online, eventually you're going to have to meet them, put like this face to face eventually. You know, mm-hmm. if all y'all do is talk on Skype and you never get to see them, oh, that's a whole different story. But eventually it will go to, hey, let's go to dinner or, hey, let's go to the park. Like some form of physical interaction. Yeah, and income had a lot to do with this, too, because I believe that people that don't make a lot of money don't really go online looking for dates. They don't have money for the Internet. They're yeah. poor. They don't really go to their sites and stuff. No. Um, so what they found was only 3%, only 3% of people making Less than 15,000 annually met online. While 41% of people making $100,000 or more met their partner online. And, and I think so for the people making, especially in that realm, you're doing so much shit. Like mm-hmm. when do you really, really, really have time to actually go through the traditional dating process? Yeah, I think you get up, you, you're going to work, you do your job, you're working out, you, you, you probably, um, in social clubs, like you go, 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 go all the time. So, uh, like when people be like, well, just go out, you be like, I don't really want to deal with that because I'm used to my, especially once you get older, you're like, I'm used to my lifestyle. I'm not rearranging and changing my lifestyle just to meet somebody. Yeah. Uh, not surprisingly, for example, growing up together, meeting at school through, through friends or through a religious group or like, or linked with more satisfying marriages than meeting at a bar or a club or on a blind date. Oddly, however, meeting at work was just as bad as finding a spouse at a bar or a nightclub. I believe both of those things. I do too. Um, one, because I feel like a lot of the times when, uh, you, uh, meet on a blind date or at a bar or club, uh, you're doing single people shit and you're trying to transition it into a relationship shit and that's hard to do. Um, because a lot of times people that meet at bars and clubs, that's because they go there a lot. They do that. That's one of their activities. And it's always funny when you see those couples that, are still trying to go to the club, still trying to go to the bar, still like it's kind of like like a staple of like the, we go out, we go out dancing with other people and shit every weekend as like our thing to do. It's like 
you know, a, a stable relationship is a lot more boring than that. Yeah, and 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 that's you know the part mean? people don't be wanting to hear when it comes to being in a uh, relationship. It's just for the fact that. No, you don't. You don't cut your single friends out of your life. But truth be told, you're well, not you, going to be spending that much time. with You cut them. single activities out of your life. Yeah, because there's a lot of activities that people are there to hook up. It's not just for camaraderie. It's like no. the end result of this is I'm looking for someone to date or whatever. And there's an odd transition between okay, we can go out uh, to a movie, we can go out to a nice dinner, but going out to we the club to a is a completely different type of setting because you know 90 percent of the people there are actually looking for somebody yeah, they're gonna be hollering at you they're and gonna we're be hollering off at the me. market you know yeah and there's it, that odd transition you have to make yes and there's gonna be some issues if i'm sitting there talking to you and somebody roll up on you and i'm gonna have problems with that so i, I know me so it's one of those things like why are we even fucking here yeah um and then the work thing i think makes sense because nobody really wants to be at work uh compared to like if you're in a religious group, then you want it to be in that religious group. And that's true if now. If you have a friend, you want to be friends with that person. If you're in school, you want to be in school or something like that. Um, and then, of course, if you meet young, obviously, you're that means you had a lot of time to grow together and shit like that. Mm-hmm. Even though a lot of times that shit can fall apart. But uh, I feel like a lot of times people sleep on the fact that when you meet when you're young, since you're still developing your love and maturity together uh it can actually be good because you don't have the negative of feelings associated with heartbreak and being played and all that shit and sometimes the corny shit is what makes love work because it's like that's the truth i don't you know it's like you just kind of have a a certain type of understanding it's like anything what it say if you want to be good at something you have to spend ten thousand hours practicing you get started on love early then you got your ten thousand hours in earlier and you become better at being in a relationship or loving somebody in my opinion but um or at least it's one of the things that can happen, you know. Um, but yeah, man, I just thought it was interesting and, uh, it's, it's weird how people look down on, uh, meeting online. Uh, let's play some guest the race, Karen. Yes. All right. I hope the chat, hope the chat room is ready. Um, and I hope this article volume is going to let me live. So, all right. I got to turn the volume up because this article volume is so low. Um, so give me one second to adjust everything. All right. Let's see if I can get it louder. Only on News Channel 3, a woman's family says they actually saw the train rip off part of her foot. News <gasps> Channel 3 was first to bring you the breaking news from Chesapeake after a 35-year-old was hit by a fast-moving train. Here's Reed Andrews with more. A woman gets run over by a train. Her nieces were there to see it happen. We actually seen like her foot, like as soon as the train hit her, it just flew, like flew off. At 3.15 Monday afternoon, they were walking to the store with their aunt, Letitia Woodbury. They could hear the eight-car Norfolk Southern train making its way across Liberty Street in South Norfolk. I was behind her. I told her I won't walk in period because I was just going to wait till the train left anyway. Woodbury decided to risk it, a move that put her in the hospital with life-threatening injuries. Oh, my God. Like, she going to make it before the train get down there because the train won't close yet. So she had started walking, and then it's like the train sped up. It's like the fast came out of nowhere, and it just hit her. And when it hit her, it kept rolling. At first, her nieces feared Woodbury had died. They had found her body or whatever, and that they was going to rush to the hospital because she was breathing a little bit. The time frame for Woodbury's recovery is unclear. 
The 35-year-old mother of two had surgery after being taken to Norfolk General, where she remains tonight. In Chesapeake. Okay. Look, far be it from me to blame the victim. You are 35. Come on now. The fuck are you doing playing with trains? What are you doing? Are you Superman? Stay the fuck away from the train. You don't race a goddamn train as an adult. Even kids shouldn't do it. We tell kids not to do All it. All the time. You, you are an adult you, running around. You see, you tell kids when you see the red lights and you see things go down. That's why I don't even like to like stop on the tracks. I'll be like, nah, I'm, I'm yeah. good. I'll stop back here because if them lights get to blinking and dinging, I don't want to be stuck on the track. Yeah, she thought she was more powerful than a locomotive, apparently. Yes, uh, Starline says chasing the train. That's right. That's what we're talking about. Mm-hmm. Uh, black says Doug Williams. Red beans and rice. Black. Uh, Harriet Tubman. Black. Starline says I don't think she's black, but Starline, that's not a guess. I need a race, man. Guess the race. Kizzy Kente says B Cole. <laughs> uh, blacker than the names on games of Game of Thrones. Oh, blacker the Woodbury, sweet of the blood, pig feet eating black underground railroad black. Um, I think someone said Harry Tubman Black. So oh good. Lord, um, Black Spook, Black Superman, Black. There's no feeling in that cracker ass Porter's di- voice. She was a nigger loving cracker. John Henry Black. I'll go with Asian for shits and giggles. Woman who can clap without using her hands. <laughs> <laughs> Jigaboo. The correct answer is Black. Yes, it was a Black woman, y'all. Um, here's uh, another story, but this is about a crime, Karen. Oh, shit. Mm-hmm. Fox 12's Most Wanted broke into multiple cars overnight in Sandy and stole some items rarely seen in police reports. It all happened in the Bluff neighborhood, Ooh. and one of the victims lost hundreds of dollars worth of sex toys. Been- oh, shit. Not sex toys. Now, that's a crime that strikes near and dear to my heart, okay? Me, too. Now, I will happily send this woman uh adam and eve coupon so she can get half off so she can start replenishing her stock immediately I, that's the truth mm, this is so sad and singer joins us live with these sensitive details ben and wayne police tell us that there are at least five victims in the bluff neighborhood that you mentioned and we talked to one woman tonight about her embarrassing conversation five victims i hope they didn't all get the sex toys is, is it targeted sex ah! toys or is it just one person had sex toys well, though. She was had a broom of sex toys. How many bags did they run out of that wit? With police. It was cram packed full of stuff. And now it's all gone. Chelsea Coots made the discovery this morning. A trunk that had been full was missing most of what was inside. I can't believe it. I'm still in shock. And beyond the shock of a rare theft on her quiet street, she couldn't believe she had to tell police exactly what someone stole. Uh- so then she told the news. Because <laughs> she couldn't keep it to herself at all. She had to tell police exactly what someone stole. Uh, it was horrible. He kind of started laughing, but he felt bad. So, um, yeah, he asked me to describe everything just in detail. <laughs> ah! and, like color. Wow, and uh, like her child is there too. It's like yeah, uh, she'd be like, yeah, it was. Uh, it was about eight inches. It had ruffles in it. Mm-hmm. <sighs> it's a box full too so it's like uh well it, there were some anal beads um yeah, now, it had a bunny on top the first set was clear and had seven beads uh each progressing in size um 
the second set is actually the plastic kind where they're combined um ah. there was no string uh and that one is black yes i, um, I had me egg vibrator right um now it i have my five different speeds right i have my five speed egg vibrator and of course my six speed egg vibrator for those tough nights you know um also two hitachis i know what am i doing with two yeah yeah one yeah. white one black don't ask we're me i'm gonna talk about that and 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 then the nights when it get rough mm-hmm. <sighs> i i i, I I pull out the 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 eighteen inch. Don't then, don't ask the, me why I have it, but I I just have it around. The office is like, okay, cool. Thinks we got think we got enough here. Uh, no, 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 uh, no, 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 no. Uh, nipple clamps. No. Uh, yes, I have two no, pairs of nipple clamps. Nothing, Put yeah. that on there. Yeah, I, I had. Okay, some, seems like we got it all here. Let's no, wrap it up. No, no, I had some ropes. I had a gag. Okay, all right. Well, sounds like no, we got that no, no, done. No. Probably got enough to go in on. No, no, no. Because I want I want all my shit back. <laughs> I had handcuffs. I need them back. Yes. Then, then he asked. It was just horrible. Horrible because she had been storing a cache of items that took her months and about $500 to gather, all for a bachelorette party this weekend. I've been storing it in my trunk. Oh, so they want to offer her a bachelorette party. Hmm. Oh, oh, so whoever stole it probably been watching her put that shit in her car. Looking like, look at those dildos. One day, I'm going to get all the penis straws I can find because I have two little ones and didn't want them to see all the dirty things in there. Lots of toys. Uh, um, Meanwhile, she's talking about it right in front of her kid. Uh, what? Um, blow up items. <laughs> um, oh, she she had blow up items? Uh, her whole attire for that night. Clothing and paraphernalia for Haley Kirby and nine of her friends. It broke my heart. Chelsea's worked so hard for so long on all this and she's yeah, done a really good job. For and, shit? Yes. Yeah, you know what I think happened. I think the groom to be stole it. He's like, "No, you're not having no slutty, slutty bachelorette party. I'm stealing all this shit, so you can't go." Oh Lord, mm-hmm. you know what? That would be shocking, because you know it's a lot of men out there. They got uh, they, they uh, when it comes to a fake penis, they they dick draw up. Right. Come he's, on now. He's fine with the strippers coming to his party. But he'll be damned if she's going to be sucking on penis straws for everybody in the world can see what she's wearing neon glow-in-the-dark penis necklaces and shit like they that. They ain't real, y'all. They ain't real. Your dick is safe. Your dick is safe, Not guys. his future wife. Mm-mm. It's just sad to see someone come and take all that away like that, and I don't even know what they could use it for. That we may never know. But one thing's for sure, the party will go on. It's going to be fun no matter what. Well, I'm thinking about starting a charity just for stuff like this because it breaks my heart when I hear about stuff like this. Honestly, women getting their sex toys stolen. Um, so it gave me the idea just now. Um, I want to start a charity and hopefully we can get enough people to sign up for this, uh, for the Blackout Tips listenership. But, uh, how many people would be willing to go in on a charity where we resupply people with their sex toys after it's been stolen? Uh, we can call it Toys for Twats and it'll be. Ah! It'll be for everybody that's ever had something stolen from them. You know, you find, you go in there, you find your vibrator missing one day, someone's been in your house, then you can just go to Toys for Twats and get resupplied, man, get re-up. No woman should ever have to go without just because, uh, there's lascivious criminals out here that just don't give a fuck about the code. You leave people's vaginas and vibrators alone, okay? So, yeah, Toys for Twats, man. Y'all let me know if y'all down, man. 
Uh, let's check the chat room and see what they think, uh, for guess the race in this one. Gouda gobbler that likes to make it nasty. Oh lord. Indiana Jones sex toy historian white. Blonde white lady whiter than the Minnesota Timberwolves. Velveeta, <laughs> Velveeta and mayonnaise casserole white. Oh. Most definitely a Becky. One who brings whipped cream cheese into the bedroom. Eve from Adam and Eve white. Uh, one who stars in slow motion Adam and Eve porn with other honkies. Black Snake Moan White, Wonder Bread with Marshmallow Fluff White, the voice helped in my assessment, Becky, so in shock, (laughs) Megan's cousin Heather, Uh, she was embarrassed by the black replica dildos, White, White, she's eating gray girl, one who calls herself Adamo Plemento Matrix, Sansa White, the correct answer is White, Mm -hmm. it was a white lady. She was so flabbergasted by that. She didn't know what was going on. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right. We got to get out of here. So we're going to cover one more article and then we'll got to do some sore ratchetness. Um, and, uh, we'll got to get out of here. Um, prosecutors say a baby was discarded in the trash and suffocated. Oh my. That's right, Karen. Guess the race. A newborn girl was left in a dumpster like common household trash. She died of asphyxiation, a Richmond prosecutor said today at a bond hearing for the child's mother. Assistant Commonwealth Attorney Janae Craddock also told a judge that the mother, Siobhan Robinson, guessed the race, told the police, I don't want people thinking I killed that baby for nothing. What? What kind of reasoning is that? That makes no sense. I had a good reason, duh. What? How can you? I don't want them thinking I killed the baby for nothing. Well, you did. I killed him for very good reasons. Uh, first of all, the baby was very disrespectful the five seconds it was alive. Uh, you know, you don't talk to people like that. What could, what, what? It kept crying and it wouldn't shut up. What could a possible baby have to? Uh, <laughs> assistant commonwealth attorney janae craddock also told the judge that the mother siobhan robinson told police yeah anyway it was unclear that what robinson meant by the comment yes it's unclear to me now reading it um at today's hearing craddock asked that robinson be held without bond arguing that robinson uh gave birth to the baby girl last week in a bathroom in an office building <gasps> on monument ave and left the child in the plastic trash bag in a dust behind the building what's really fucked up is like i'm pretty sure it's a universal thing where if you leave a baby like this at a fire station mm-hmm. they will take the baby they will you they, they have laws hospitals now. hospital police fire stations. stations police stations uh, if, if you can literally leave a child there and they will not charge the mother, they have this law for a reason. I tell everybody, just because you can birth a child does not mean you want to be a mother and it does not mean you make a good mother. I know people don't agree with this, but sometimes it that's is if she better. Wanted, that's if she wanted the child. That's Karen. right. Sometimes it's better for, for a mother, uh, to put this child up for adoption and have the child go through the system than to be with, be with the parents sometimes. I know yeah. people don't want to hear that. But if she because like I, I don't care who you are, carrying the baby to term and then putting it in a trash can can't be something that anyone finds acceptable. No, I'm sorry. Like, I, this isn't even a pro life, pro choice thing. It's not. Like, I think we can all agree at that point that's some sort of homicide, right? Mm-hmm. That's what she's being charged with. Um, yeah. 
she's 27 years old so it's not even the scenario where a lot of people go well she's 13 she didn't want to tell her parents and it's a grown woman. she made a bad decision 27 you, you, you're grown you've been around long enough sweetie uh she's 27 a hard worker with strong family backing who if released on bond will be staying with a 70 year old grandmother there's no evidence of her being a flight risk um her bond has been set at ten thousand dollars uh another bond here would be held in a week credit said that robinson gave birth last tuesday in a bathroom at lee medical building where she worked as a massage therapist what how how long does it take to give birth (laughs) ah like you're a massage i need a break i'll be back in 15 minutes and you just come back it's like why 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 are you bleeding uh you know how it is man you know crazy bathroom trip craddock said robinson was seen cleaning up blood in a bathroom stall <gasps> her only concern was cleaning up her mess so sounds like she was trying to cover her tracks yes she also told a cleaning woman she was having stomach problems According to the janitor who works at the building, Robinson put her child in the trash can in the bathroom, put some paper towels on top, tied the trash bag closed, and left it in the dumpster. Oh! Did no one know she was pregnant? Like, how did... Must have not. She must just hear the pregnancy. Because when some women get pregnant, they don't really gain a lot of weight. Mm-hmm. And especially if you're, like, a heavier person anyway, most people look at you and be like, can they tell the difference? Wow. All right, well, guess the race chat room. Um... Let's see. Fried chicken connoisseur who orally scratches her throat and pats her head when it itches. Blackity black, black, four kick, flower kicking black. Usually this is a white girl crying, but Savon, Siobhan is black. Uh, let's see. Poetic justice black, postpartum psychosis. That's not a race. Uh, way next hell, the baby that is black. My mama, daddy gonna whoop my ass black. Toilet tissue black. <laughs> uh, fee fo figure that is for sure a nigga from nick chew <laughs> privileged whitey black people take care of their kids uh for them tax credits white uh oh lord team mom all the kids bills on they name in they name black nigga and inspiration of tj sotomayor rant dark skinned woman one who worships negus the god if malt liquor and cool of malt liquor and kool-aid the correct oh, answer my. is black tragically but uh yeah man that's just super crazy and sad um and then of course we have sore ratchetness uh a man who killed his son prairie neighbor with a sword won't be getting out of a mental health institution thank the lord i'm glad zachary scams wait didn't we cover this dude he won't I, get out i don't know we may I have feel like i covered this dude anyway finally remember. for once they're not letting the sword nigga out <laughs> Okay, we can go another sort of story. Um, now, nah, actually, I want to play the latest promo for Balls Deep, and then we get out of here because we at seven we got to record some score movie reviews. Cool. Um, all right, so here's the latest promo for Balls Deep for those on the premium se- section. You probably already heard this episode, but um, and I I actually didn't even use much of the show for this. This is just the basketball portion of the show that I got these clips from. Um, there's actually like another, I don't know, six, seven, eight topics that we cover in this episode. But, um, let me just play the preview for everybody. Hey, Rod, are you ready to go balls deep in sports? Yo, welcome to the fourth ever episode of Balls Deep Sports. Cannot do the show without my co-host, Justin, man. What's up, dog? It's my man, Wall Street, a.k.a. Will Strickland. What up, money? What's going on, family? And from now on, I have to add the name 
cream corn to my uh, <laughs> list of nicknames and nick nomenclature because I'm running fast. <laughs> <laughs> Zebo didn't show up at all. Mm. Like he basically he went down. Like I said before, he went down to San Antonio that first game and was around all those white women, a different level of groupies. That's true. <laughs> and he just er- everything's and, bigger in Texas. Like OJ Mayo might not be a great player, but he's a consummate professional like that's the one thing every time i've seen him play in person the one thing i've always taken away from him is that dude's a professional basketball player like he he does fundamentally all the things i would require from a guy uh of his position he's capable of having the good shooting nights he's capable of uh making solid plays he never really takes his team out of a game but uh it, it felt like they had nobody with confidence shooting that rock outside and uh, Mayo, I think, would have helped a bit. I think that's an astute um, observation, Rod. O.J. Mayo has been a professional since he was in high school, uh, even in college when he was taking money from Tim Floyd. No, I don't want. I don't want them to finish him off on Saturday. You want to? You want a game seven? I want a game seven. Now, not because you want to see the Heat lose, but you just want more. Right, I want seven games. Yeah, it has nothing yeah. to do with. Um, you know who? Which dog wins that fight? Michael Jordan never lost in the finals, and I said, right? Did he only play six years? Because a loss in the finals is actually better than no finals at all. Paul George ain't a star until some people start being like, I noticed you ain't had no points in the fourth quarter. What the fuck, dude? Yeah, I was no very, doubt. I was very disappointed in those turnovers he had. The lack of give me the ball. Like I'm the best shooter on the team. Yeah, yeah. Give, give me the ball. He um, disappears at times, and and he's young, so it's not. I don't want to get in a stuck in that situation with a lot of people where they go. I said this about this dude seventeen years ago, and then they just start looking for evidence for like every fifteenth game where they're not a good game, like Skip Bayless. Chris Paul has gotten the biggest pass this off season uh, for not telling people where he's gonna go. Like, oh yeah, he. They don't do him like they do Dwight, and they're both in L.A. Yeah, or Braun or Melo. That's a good yeah. point. Because he's, he's not a star. He's not a star. I've been saying this shit for years. Chris Paul is, we all hold him to a much lower bar than any of the other stars, quote, unquote. And I'm talking like Kevin Durant, Melo, uh, Derrick Rose. I'm not even saying like it's LeBron. I'm saying like this, this tier two stars. He gets like a level below that of expectation. We don't call him a choker. We don't talk about his lack of success in the postseason. It's just like we all like Chris Paul for some weird ass reason. All right, man. So that was last balls deep. That's the stuff we talked about. Of course, Justin got his game seven. He did, didn't he? Uh, George Paul scored seven points in game seven with LeBron on him. Mm-hmm. Uh, Make I feel a difference, like don't it? A lot of foreshadowing all up in that 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 episode, man. I was like, damn, we was on point, dog. So um, if you're not fucking with us, you need to fuck with us, dog, because we know what we're talking about. Um, all right, man, we're out. We'll talk to you guys uh, tomorrow. tomorrow. Uh, our guest will be Mike Kaplan, comedian. Look him up. He's very funny. NYQ. Yes, I'm excited about that show tomorrow. Um, Show's at 5 tomorrow. Yeah, it'll be at 5, five. o'clock, not 9 o'clock. So we'll see you guys tomorrow. Until then, love you. You too, baby. Mwah. Mwah.